0: all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. You know, I was
1: thinking about sickness this week, which has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But I was thinking of medicine and sickness. And you know, when you go to the doctor, I realize that you don't want to do all the things they tell you, but I'm just going to kind of glass over that for a minute it's not the doctor that keeps you from getting healed it's unbelief so before you go blaming everybody but, but yourself check it out it's unbelief that will keep you sick hallelujah the doctor really can't stop God's power I don't care what he does unless he can convince you amen you know I've watched people negotiate with a doctor and they weren't trying to convince the doctor they was trying to convince himself they thought if they convinced themselves he'd believe them faith don't care what anybody says because faith has it, and it's a matter of manifestation. Faith has it first. Amen? Oh, that was just a couple amens. Yeah. <laughs> amen. Amen. Yeah. What would you do without faith? What would you do with your life without faith? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we all said we do things, and I'm, I don't want to do things. It's, it's like if you're, if you're attending here. You know, I know you're here uh, because you want to be, because nobody ever makes you come. But you need to start asking God why you're here. What you're doing here, what, what your connection is. I, I'm big on why. How many of you ask, I ask God more questions. He probably gets tired of hearing me. I'm like that woman that keeps asking the judge, you know, because I, I, I ask God questions. I, I wake up in the morning and I worship him some, and then I, God, I, I go, God, I don't understand that. Can you tell me what really happened there so I understand what's going on rather than me try to figure it out? Anybody do that? I hope you do because He knows. And he'll explain situations to me and help me understand things that I don't know. Because let's face it, in life, you know, you don't even know why people are the way they are. I mean, people drive you crazy because they've got strongholds in their life and you don't know what to do with them. Today, there's going to be some separation. Spirit, soul, and body. God can separate the joints and the marrow. That's how powerful his, his word is. So if you've got stuff in your veins that does not belong in there from a generational curse, may it be broken this morning in the name of Jesus. May the power of that cross, the death of burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ represents victory to you in your life today. May the generational curses be broken in you and in your family in the name of Jesus this morning. Amen. Well, obviously this is the season that they celebrated the Passover and uh, the feast is in Exodus. You know, it's a feast. When you get passed over, whoa, when you had punishment coming and you get passed over, you should celebrate. We should celebrate every day because every day we could have been punished and the, because of his atonement and his crucifixion, you are passed over every day. Every day of your life, you are passed over because he made the ultimate Sacrifice, And he said, it's finished. He says, if you abide in me and, you, and I abide in you, my God, it's in the abiding. It's not in your performance. It's in your abiding. Are you stuck and can't stop a horrible habit of sin? Is it just criticism of people? Is it hatred because you hate yourself that you hate somebody else? Are you bound to a sexual sin? Are you bound to things? You know, self-hatred is rough. It makes you mean and hateful. Don't flinch. How many of you break stuff for your own that's valuable because you hate yourself when you're angry? It's like you inflict more pain on your life because you hate yourself. The devil, he, he truly has a scheming way of trapping you. But Jesus defeated the devil. Amen. Yes. It's all who you want to believe will determine how you live. As your faith be it unto you. Don't blame anybody sitting next to you for anything. You have the life that you have because of you, not because of them. That's right, You're, you will be held accountable. I was just talking to somebody about marriage a few minutes ago. And those of you that have been married twice or whatever. I'm not going to get into that. That doesn't matter right now. You know, when y'all stand before God, we're not going to have marriage or given in marriage in heaven. Everybody will stand alone on their own, what they did, right. no matter how many wives they had or right. didn't have. Right. You'll stand before God and give an account. Marriage won't be there. Right. Right. You ought to thank God for marriage because it helps you fly right down here. Mm. Without it, it, it I, I mean, without covenant, we don't have the character. We need something stronger than us. Right. <laughs> you gotta have a covenant it's what it's the strength of your life is the covenants that you have you're supposed to have a covenant with this house and the leadership you're supposed to have a covenant with your husbands, and your wives you, you have a covenant agreements at work whether you believe it or not if you signed an employee contract you have a covenant you have to keep you've heard me say this before all them loan contracts they was covenants baby That's what they were. If you thought about them as covenants, you might not sign so many. If you thought of them as covenants, you might not sign all them credit apps. Because you just pledged your loyalty and your faithfulness. And how many pledges can one person make in life and keep them? How many best friends can you have? You can only keep so many pledges. And you have to decide how many you're capable. Isn't it funny? Self-examination is good for you. But most of the time, we blame everybody else because we don't want to look at ourselves. So we do exactly what the, the original sin. It was the woman, I tell you. No, 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 no. It was the snake. It was his idea. Deferral. I'm sure there's a psychological term for that. I didn't go to school, so I don't know what it is, but I watch it happen enough to know what it is where you just defer everything to somebody else as if they were in charge of your destiny. Hallelujah. David's wife never stopped him from succeeding. Don't you be blaming your mate. She couldn't stand his relationship with God because he loved God. She called him base. He was just in love with God. And she wasn't. Isn't it funny how you can live in the same house with such a controversy? Don't you switch on God. He's the only way out. Please forgive me. I watch Westerns, but that's like giving up your guns, And you know. You, you give up God, you've just given up your, your weapons. <laughs> you, just, you just relinquished your, your guns and rifles and cannons and whatever it is you need because you have just given them up to compromise to get along. Don't pick fights, but never compromise your faith to get along with anybody. If you don't want to fight, walk away. But don't compromise. Because every time you compromise, you weaken yourself. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Having done all to stand, stand. That's a word for somebody in here today. I've told you this before. It's been a lot of years. Maybe it hasn't. I don't know. You know, it's just all I got is my stories. You know, I'm a rehearser of victories. I'm sorry, but if I repeat things. It's kind of like saying the Lord healed me. If you got healed and you had a cancer, you'll say it over and over again. You don't care what anybody thinks. The life I now live, God gave me. I had no life. So I'm not ashamed to say those things. I'm not ashamed of whom I believe. You know, many years ago, uh, when me and I had lots of marital issues, and my mother wasn't, didn't know much. She was Catholic. And I'm not on Catholicism. To be honest with you, I'm not even sure my mother could ever accept that I was a preacher. She never talked about it, never mentioned it. Like she couldn't accept that I was a preacher almost because of the fortress of what she had about religion. But she's in heaven, the Lord told me. She believed, you know. And, and my sister uh, wasn't serving God. And my mother, my wife, and my sister told me in my kitchen in Morgantown, West Virginia, on top of Hope Gardens in the hill when I lived in that house. My sister said, you've lost your mind. You've gone crazy with God. Rena thought I lost my mind. My mother thought I was crazy. And I made a decision then. I said, I don't know what you all want to do to me. I don't care if you want to get rid of me. I ain't switching. Bad English, good theology. And I really believe with my whole heart that if I wouldn't have taken that stance, I would not be standing here talking to you on this very day. It was a pivotal point. And if you want a good fight, take a stance. Right. That's the truth. You want a good fight? Pick a fight. Just take a stance. It'll come to you. I always tell people, you don't have to go attack the devil. Just live. You'll run into him. Those people go, I'm going to, I'm thinking, you're crazy. Pick a fight. I'm picking no fights I don't need. I got, they come, and I fight them. But if you think I'm going out like a Saturday night looking for a fight with the devil, you're crazy. I have to know I have a purpose and a reason. Because if you give me a reason, yep, we'll fight. But if I don't have a reason, I'm not going around picking them. You, you live for Jesus, you'll have enough. Problems to navigate through, but I promise you, you can win every single one by faith and patience. You inherit the promises of God. That stance made my wife a preacher. You could say I didn't save; I did. The stance ran the devil out of the house. Are you? Do you understand? You know, I remember anointing all my doors with oil when I started to catch on a little bit, you know. And I said, no evil shall enter my house ever again. A whole bunch of people quit coming over. <laughs> I didn't have to tell them, you know. You know, people go, how do I get rid of anoint your house? Say, I thank you. Talk. Your tongue. Your tongue's the rudder of your life. You put oil above your door. Say, I thank you, God. No plagues come nigh my dwelling. No evil shall enter my house in the name of Jesus. In my house is peace. In my house is prosperity. God abides in my house with me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'll preach here a little bit, but we're just, we're just talking now.
0: along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week, at this time, here on this station, for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives, Have a blessed week in Jesus.